May 1st, 2018. It's a Watt from Pedro show. Thank you. 
For Pedro show and Pedro, uh, brother Matt though is uh, with the Dodgers doing some kind of baseball event, so he is unavailable. But he promised me next week. Do uh, the genius of those engineers in Estonia though in their Skype device? I think Microshite owns it now. Uh, I'm not alone completely, Mr. Tom. Pittsburgh, welcome aboard. How's it going? I'm glad to be talking about this. Uh, well, let's let's talk about it. Uh, we start off the show, John Coltrane, when he was with Miles Davis doing uh, two bass hit, and then Black Moth Super Rainbow doing Panic Blooms. Now, Panic Blooms is the name of the new uh, album, Black Moth Super Rainbow. And uh, what when was the last 
fresh black moth super rainbow stuff. How long ago was that? So, 2012. Okay, so six years. Uh, what happened in between the recording of that and the recording of this? Um, I don't know. I did a whole. I did a couple things as uh, tobacco, and um, you know, I I think um, Black Moth is kind of gets personal for me and it gets it, I think the older I get the harder it is to get that out of me less um, younger but, well, we're getting rid of the old word Mr. Tom as you get less younger <laughs> right right uh, the less younger I get um, it just takes longer and you know and um, even though I have stuff to say I don't always feel like saying it and uh, this one was kind of a rough one because it was uh I think I think uh, everyone thinks it's like a political statement or something, but that's like it's just not something I do. I don't really get political, um, so it's just more of a personal thing. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, it's finally time. Uh, do you do you like the song speaking for themselves, or do you like talking about them? I like them speaking for themselves because. Uh, I think uh, I don't know. I've always thought when when you know when things were you know when I was younger and I had like songs that were important to me, um, and then <laughs> some like dumbass musician explains goes and, <laughs> goes and explains it, and it's like not what I wanted to hear, and it's like uh, the horror, the horror. <laughs> They get in the way of their own art, right? Yeah, and I, I never want—I never wanted to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And and through personal experience, and you know, you know that's happened to me too. Also, like meeting the cats. Sometimes you should never meet because <laughs> it like like kind of uh yeah puts a different flavor. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they're exactly what you expect, and sometimes uh, yeah. It's it's all facade. Um, yeah. uh, because I was wondering because I played the title tune first, and Panic Bloom to, to me is like a like a lot of stuff you do. You like to juxtapose. You like to put two kind of things that might be contrasting together. Because a bloom is like you know kind of a flower, happy, and you know, and Panic is like ah. So I, I love this kind of thing it, uh, as as far as an aesthetic, because uh, and and, and I, I think it's free enough and not tied to some like headline or something that is going to sound so silly like a few months down the road or you know topical trying to be topical and stuff like that and just having fun with uh, or, or serious whatever but but dealing with the words as as like uh, ways to express yourself. Uh, artistically, so the panic blooms. It's not the panic bloom, so maybe like because it isn't a single; it's a collection of tunes. Would you say that the whole thing is kind of? Did you write it over the six years? No. Or did you write in little bursts? 
I'm kind of I'm kind of always going. It was like it was a lot of little bursts, and then um, like 2015, I kind of got had some like I don't know some pretty bad um, issues with like sleeping and you know some anxiety and some shit like that, and uh, I couldn't do anything. And then finally, when I started feeling better, uh, it kind of all came out in like a big like like a big wave, you know. And when so, like, when's it coming out? I'm curious. When is it coming out? How do you know if it's coming out as tobacco or is it coming out as Black Moth Super Rainbow? Um, it used to just be, um, you know, whatever it, it, it things just they, they, I think the two things just sound different and then I can't always describe it because I think both of them are always changing but yeah but you can I feel th- it I can feel it yeah so like when it's more like when it's more personal and it's more about me uh, these days and you know and it's something that I think people could maybe latch onto for themselves then it'll be Black Moth and uh, tobacco stuff is more of me just like having fun and like playing around and not uh maybe not expecting anyone to like it at all not that i expect anyone to like this either but uh <laughs> maybe they will uh, but uh, tobacco started off as a band member of black moth super rainbow right well it it's all just been me the whole yeah, time <laughs> but uh but different sides of you yeah, 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 and we and and, that, and that's the way it got played up when it first started was that you know just some guy from Black Moth, but I think people could probably hear that that was bullshit, you know? Yeah, big time. I mean, uh, yeah, there's a maestro involved, <laughs> and uh, the, I mean, I do feel they are different places, but there's uh, quite a lot in common too. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, the same mind dreaming about different things. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good way to put it. And uh, now, when it came to recording, uh, did you do anything different from six years ago? Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I was real... Um, I was real picky about the way I produced this one. I kind of, I had an idea um, how I wanted it to sound. And uh, I've used some keyboards and stuff in the past that I think got played out. I kind of limited myself to only a couple things and everything had to be new. Everything had to be stuff that I wasn't using on the old Black Moth albums. Um, And I think like, a lot of people will even think it probably all sounds the same, anyways. But to me, it's different. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was I put a lot of thought into that. And you know, a lot of your stuff it doesn't matter at the place, the chamber, the room, <laughs> because a lot of your stuff is lying, right? Or do you do you use a lot of acoustic ambience? No, it's it's mostly it's mostly line. This this album in particular was uh, this was all line. The last one, I did a lot of, I had a lot of stuff amped, um, mic'd, but uh, okay. yeah, this one was all mine. 
Okay, so it really doesn't matter. This can be done like oh. in a, yeah, one room. Oh, what what about the drums? Because you have a thing of, of recording live drums and then using them as uh, samples, right? Yeah, I didn't do that this time. Uh, I had my I had my drum sounds. I've been kind of collecting um, over the years. Like, you know, I'll hear like a snare that I really like, and I'll grab it. Yeah, right, that I really like, and I'll grab it, and I just have this little kind of like mini library of my favorite drum hits and. Uh, and I'll just tap it all out in, a, in an MPC. Right, right. Uh, uh, when, when it comes... So, so are you thinking sound... I'm curious about how you get the rhythm track. Are you thinking the sounds, or do you get the riff going, and then you find, uh, figure a way to flesh out that riff with, uh, with the drums? Maybe drum is a, uh, riff is bad. Maybe pattern, pattern. I, no, I, I like riff. I like riff because okay, I'm riff. always like I've always been in search of like the greatest riff. So. Actually, they are riffs. Yeah, I know. Because I th- I think people just always want to consider drummers idiots. You know, even if it, if it's a drum machine, it's an idiot, and they don't play riffs, right? They do patterns, and the real musicians do riffs. But I, yeah, I would call them riffs too. So I'm wondering, like you you say you hear that good snare sound, or you got a good this this kick, and 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 do you? So organically, you work with the sound first, or do you get the riff going? And then, how am I going to flesh his riff out? They come. They, that all happens at the same time. There's uh. no like, uh, there's no real like demoing or anything. It just kind of. Like you, you don't use you don't use play placeholder beats. No, because if I had if I had if I had the perfect beat, yeah, I would just stick with whatever the placeholder was. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like I like. If I can't hear it, uh-huh. like there is no placeholder. Right, right, right. So yeah, you don't want you to do it by braille. You want to feel it. That, that makes yeah. good sense. I, I want to play here uh, harmlessly, and like you said, you want the songs to speak for themselves, right? Yeah. Okay, here it goes.
Oh, man. 
sve si što si I kaži da li me ljubiš I da li nešto ne ti čini Kje dođe staro to kuće Kje ispravi krivi
to reflect before response, except thoughtfulness balks at once. Perhaps that excessive convenience which shakes its unholy head. Once proud sweat and aha moments were a shared, lauded cause. Before embezzlement bade rape, rules be damned. Now, do we live in bed? Yeah, sleep we long to view a soft, undulating range. Flanneled in essence of this generous land heaving with verdant forbs downed in dew, then fresh spiked by rain as push heads gain fullest dehiscence, closer to the blues than as finely played. In is so widely imbibed. 
Yet, whether complained about confusingly by televisional forces or paid to parade drunk while marching to rabid communal dispensers, a puppetry of negatinized pulse increases, throbbing with faux gravity, then panic spills from every flower, wilting in the fluorescent sun. Such purloined moments wash downstream, unrecoverable. Poignant wistfulness for the very now wells up into heady foams, a bubbling possibility that smothers every last chance to give and shine. Hear the foothills kick and scream for mercy as verdant cascades weep. Turbulence scrabbles the spoiled rabble, streaming on streets of discontent. Within the nursery, mushy foils push only buttons to feed water or groom. Lesser or seldom may they carve or build or scrawl or spline or nail the fence, finding instead deep discounts ennui and sloth among the withering blooms. Keen observations, sonic or otherwise, elude tweens and jeans, busy being seen, heard, and read at 420 characters while a misdirection infection leeches common sense thence, whereas beware. From the common good rises a fraudulistic do-goodery that goes duty on everyone disagreeing with supposed duty, so thoroughly supping to toe the line of icy, policed thought that text reads weird no longer on paper, nor even hallowed. Within the cloud, gray matter deficits by petty knee-jerks as succulent handouts cannot land fast enough like hammer blows, rockin' Bling ka-ching, while targets are found to pounce and besmirch, their flagpoles of incontinence jabbing on hot Skype or whatever. Who knows? Smashed are dearly held values, less inclined to be on sale. Creativity goes unrewarded over and again. No Cheetos there, only half-baked rewards of planned obsolescence and junk food. Time to bail! It's fine to rail against any lawfulness laid bare. Yet a lawless hustler opened that door, admitting barbarity, letting dreams of civilized minds and unrelenting creativity smother and grind in its decrepit wake. Floundering gin-soaked while sanding jank coin amid the din, a sick lavishness sets in. Yet religion's never needed, though it'll accessorize like gold, not only not all discovered, but barely hovering near logic, cashed from smoldering deposits to fetishize the other for sport. Who'll find challenge in that chase? Is, is there even a last resort? Never been a lock on certainty, just cruel and colorful mind controls. Nothing but restraint by diversionary tactics, obligatory and self-imposed. Cheat novelty widgets interact with government cheese. Sex dolls! A ridiculous plastic calculus, duly window-dressed like a hot, tasty circus. So don't mind the breeding, nor the breading. That'll flake off with the gold. Naturism shall be enforced. No clothes anymore for the emperor or the whore. Best to launch now into deepest space, all the hopes and dreams untold, as naked twisters roll a cyber cyclone into psychophantic paintings of a virtual never-was. Number 13. We may breathe or not. Or not. 
Watch from Pedro Show. Now we started that off uh, a chunk of music. Harmlessly, uh, Black Mouse Super Rainbow. And then Stick Sellers with Think of Yourself as Customer. Vasco Atanasoski, his brand new solo record. Uh, so, Akango Ke Te Vatsam. I'm a Macedonian, sorry. Uh, Kodorashki, Tempa, Mystery of the Bulga Bulgarian Voices with Yova. Onese Budi from Sarlo Akabaro, amazing uh, Koya on the bass. Uh, Snooze in Motion with Sound Trigger. Chris Skoger out of Austin, Texas with his poem Reaction Rundown Blues. And finally, Harry Reeve with Quite a Week. Uh, so, uh, when you. Oh, yeah, I want to ask you, do, do you have somebody master your stuff or do you master yourself? Yeah, that's it. The only other person that touches uh, at any point in the process is my mastering guy. Okay. I've been using the same guy in Chicago, this guy, uh, Colin, uh -huh. the boiler, um, pretty much the whole time I've been making music. That's the one consistent thing. Yeah. And, oh, because uh, Ryan, right, Chicago, was at the Connect, the Grave... Uh uh, back in the day, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, I think he's the one who, yeah, he's the one who connected us. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so in a way, uh, you want a little bit of another cat's perspective. And yeah, but I also like never really wanted to learn how to master. No, it's I like, mean another perspective on your work. Like it's not hundred percent. You have somebody else at the end of the day. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a little outside. It's another cat, right? What's his name? Colin. Colin, yeah. Yeah, so in a way you get a, I'm not going to say a proofreader or editor, but some guy, because you sent him the final thing, right? He's not involved with the process before that. Right, he's just, he's just the, he's the, he's the first guy that hears the final thing. But you let him do stuff, right? Like uh, compression and EQ. Yeah, he, he, he's pretty good about staying transparent, though. He knows. Oh, okay. uh, he knows how particular I can be sometimes with uh, have what ever, I'm doing. Have you ever sent yeah. him back? Do it again. I don't think so. No, I think I think because the first time I, I, I sat with him in the room, uh -huh. the first one ever, and I think he got kind of an understanding of okay. um, what was his I'm, process. Yeah. I, I'm curious because I've used the same guy for mastering John Golden over here. He's in Ventura now, and I'm curious what kind of because I know cats they. Uh, the first time through, they're they're making the rundown. Now, my guy John Golden, what he'll do is he'll listen to the whole thing, and he makes notes. So he's talking about you know levels and fade outs and EQs, and he's doing this all by ear, you know. But then when it comes through, so it you know it takes a little longer. I'm wondering, is it like that with Colin? Do you listen to the whole thing first? Yeah, yeah, it's the exact same thing. And then uh, you know, if I'm in the room, yeah. And I fuck something up, he'll tell me, and uh, and then I'll usually tell him I did that on purpose, and uh, <laughs> we'll stick with it, and uh, <laughs> it's all good. You know the um, I remember our first spiel on the show, and you told me you're thinking of bumpers. The music has little things from the uh, PBS, right? The, yeah. The songs are pretty for short, still pretty f short format on this baby. Like yeah, like two three minutes. I yeah. can't. I can't. It, I can't. Uh, it's hard to hold my attention 
No, it's all right. It's all right. And I I notice tobacco is like that, too. Yeah, you like the shorter formats, but there's still buttloads of variety. Do you you feel a weight, though, like, man, i got to write more compositions? (laughs) If I had some big long jabs. No, it's your your attention, right? You know how long it, it feels good. Yeah, yeah, I think, and that's that's been like, you know, I've been I've, I've had criticism for that. It's no criticism of mine. I was just ch- checking it out. I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I always like the idea of getting in and getting out, uh-huh. like pack, packing in the ideas, you know, as much as you can without wasting time. Yeah, too many people waste time, and you listen to like even like some of my favorite songs, like classic songs, they waste so much time in the verse building to the chorus yeah you know and it's like it just to me it feels like so many wasted notes and it's just like you're all you're trying to do is build into i and i guess it i guess there's a point to it because you're building anticipation yeah drama but why not have it all be the good part yeah because what i'm feeling uh you're saying is like it, it, it ends up like filler right and people there's enough filler in people's lives <laughs> right yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's something that goes back. Uh, D-Boom was like that too, man. People are working all week. <laughs> no filler. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you distill. When you're composing, you know, and you get the riffs going, uh, do you start out with too much and have to cut down? Um, Not usually. And I think maybe that's where... You know, it would be interesting. I think the next time I do something, I kind of want to work with someone who's, like, better than me that can sort of, like, push me, you know, in a way to be like, all right, like, this like this is too much. Like, this isn't good. You should do this here. Like, cause, I don't know, because I've been doing it my way for so long yeah. that maybe something good could come out of doing it a different way. Yeah, because Colin's at the end of the day, right? He's not really involved in the... Yeah, so yours, it's man alone. And yeah, it's it's really hard to learn everything always being the boss. Right, right. <laughs> right, so to bring somebody in is like, a, maybe even like a counterpoint or something. Yeah, interesting. So you think by uh, the way you did, because this way you did some things different, like, yeah, with the drums for example, and also uh, losing some of the old keyboard sounds. Uh, when you're on tour, are you looking for keyboards? God, remember when you got your shit stole, but you got it back, right? Yeah, then we got it stolen again. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> maybe on the, uh, I, I don't remember. I don't remember if I saw you on the last tobacco tour in fall of 16. Probably not. I can't remember. I don't think I did. I, don't, I think you were. I think you were on tour, but uh, tour. Okay, I yeah, remember we, you telling me about some theft, and you got the stuff back. Yeah, that was the 2013. Okay, um, we had the 2016 theft. We had the 2011 theft. It's like I don't know. I mean, I guess it's been two years. We're gonna go on a tour this year, so so no 2018 <laughs> fucking theft, people, please. So. <laughs> What about, what about this the, the, this other latest stuff? Did you get any of it back? We didn't. 
No, okay. no, we didn't get this stuff back. They didn't get they didn't get a lot of good stuff. They mainly just got my stuff and uh, all the merch. So uh, we were we we were able to still get by. They got a bunch of rubber masks. <laughs> yeah, they got a bunch of they got a bunch of T-shirts that they probably yeah. you know they probably looked at it and were like so disappointed. <laughs> It's got like the big heart with the face on it. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was the one with the, the guys rubbing beards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, what, what town was it? San Francisco. Wow. And 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 the funny thing was, Shit. we had just we played the radio station at Berkeley mm-hmm. that morning, and the host was like, "She's like, uh, just so you know." Every single band that's played our show this year has gotten broken into. So, you know, be careful with your van. So we put we put it in like a really well lit spot at the hotel and uh yeah, of course it got broken into. Shit. So it wasn't during the gig, it was while you're caught. Okay. Cause that's another time when you're playing, you're kind of vulnerable. The, the time uh, George Hurley, whenever we got hit, it was usually a broken uh, side window, and it was George's back wax sack he had it under the seat, like two or three times. It was, you know, almost like he had the thief magnet in his sack. Yeah. It was so fucked. Uh, I just saw him last week, man. He's in uh, good shape. He went back to surfing. Nice. And, uh, and he's still playing some drums. He was playing with these uh, cats from Redondo Beach called The Farmers. It was kind of a... A little bit of meat puppets kind of thing. But George Hurley, you know, always going to be uh, the unique drummer man he is. And so it's good, <laughs> good to see him again. Uh, we did this thing and got some go- oh, guys from the old days, uh, Joe Carducci and Spot and old SST days. And uh, that's kind of a little trippy, but it's still to see the cats are left, are alive, you know. Uh, people, it's uh, the end of the first hour. Mayday. 2018 special guest, Mr. Tom out of Pittsburgh. Watch for Pedro's show. Hold tight for hour two. May 1st, 2018. It's the second hour of the Watch for Pedro show.
from Pedro Show. Start off the second hour with Black Moth Super Rainbow doing Bottomless Face. And then Mute Point with Walk the Plank, Mold Omen, Corpse Pose, Joe Brewer with Michigan, uh, Devin Gary and Ross, Ghost Riders. That, that Gary in that band, that trio, is Gary uh, Panner. Gary Panner was, uh, or is, an artist who created this guy named Jimbo. The old Slash magazines. I don't know if you've ever seen those, but Jimbo was... Uh, yeah, that's a trip. You know, uh, even people are... Uh, I know that write, read books and stuff. They're all talking about these movies these days that are comic books. And I wonder if the point will ever come, because, you know, a lot of that stuff from World War II and 30s. So I wonder if like stuff like Jimbo will make it to my movies 40 or 50 years <laughs> Like Raymond's uh, Captive Chains. I don't know, what, what's your take on comic book movies? I haven't seen them. Yeah, so, me neither. I can't I stand that shit. I saw a piece that somebody wrote. They said, actually, what these movies are is big, expensive television shows. Because if you don't know the other movies, you don't know the, the, the plot, right? There's so little, there's so much action and so little of the characters because they got to work everybody in, right? That they're actually just big giant TV shows, Ep uh, episodic, uh, yeah, s series. But man, what a those guys who drew those comics! You know, they got what paid a dime a panel and all no rights to these things. What an econo way, you know, for source material. <laughs> if you think about it, uh, I bring that up in a way because. You know, I know your your idea was the the bumpers with the PBS and stuff, but I've always seen them as like little fucking audio movies in a way. Uh, vignettes, you know, not not uh, apocalypse now kind of things, Heaven's Gate, but but more like the uh, yeah Twilight Zones or episodes on uh, what was that other one he had later. Night Gallery, Rod Serling. Night Gallery, yeah. Do, do, did you, do you ever have a cinematic thing in your mind about uh, your music? Or is it pure music? No, it's just, it's, I, I never really, I don't really see anything when I do it. It's just, you know, just get it out as, as, as quick as possible before it's gone. Okay, okay. What about when uh, you do them live? You do like to have vids going with them. Yeah, yeah, with the tobacco stuff, but um, with the Black Moth. Oh, oh okay. Black Moth, I've been working on this idea for years where, um, and where I think we're going to finally hit it the way I always saw it this year, where we, we set the stage. The videos are just going to be there to set a place. So, like, instead of, like, a bunch of, like, moving and edited, you know, edited scenes and stuff. Yeah just going to be a place you know like like we're, we're in a field or something yeah you see like projections in the foreground you know like like <laughs> sorry about that or something and you see in the background you see the sky and whatever and everything's kind of moving in real time okay so it's kind of a setup yeah yeah okay and not really a narrative you're just setting up the sitch using the video Right, trying to take, trying taking people out of the club and yeah. putting them to a different spot. Right, 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 right. 
and that and, and, and uh, imagery can do that a lot. Yeah, and uh, supplement the the, the music. I, I want to play uh, the permanent hole here, the bottomless face, and now the oh shit! I didn't I didn't really I didn't say uh, babies in the void. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Babies in the void was the last tune of that last chunk. Now we're gonna play permanent hole. You know, because there was a plan to me picking the order of these songs for this show too. <laughs>
落卡拉，请我切一下，米多罗星星，一边切一边帮我讲，祝你我道理。我讲侬做一下米多，还是老在的。伊讲一下就算再好吃，还是没啥劲。讲来讲去，其实还是女人顶有劲，但是老子顶了一只女人，肯定啊没啥劲。老阿哥，我隔壁子没把握各种味道在上边，到今朝虽然已经弄脱了。五十几十女人，我们哥们侬到底欢喜哪能样子的女人？伊讲我最欢喜一种身材小油油的女人，但是身浪向肉要多，不要瘦得像排骨精。我顶一种拇指长一摸，大一摸啊女人。我又问伊最近啊有弄过啥个嗲女人？伊讲最近天气开始转冷，实在是没情绪。年纪大了，定定要紧懂得。养好身体，搿两天最多蹲辣屋里向放两盘毛皮。
yeah, Wafra Pedro show, uh, Permanent Black Hole there, started off. And then we had some uh, stuff from China, uh, PK-14 Voyagers, buoyed that long. And finally, Top Floor Circus with Boring. And, uh, yeah, I was just saying, Mr. Tom, if he gets a shot, it would be bitching. Actually, uh, Japan, too, though. But if you get a shot at going to China to, to bring uh, either the tobacco or the black moth uh, to it. So when you put together those videos, get, just to get out of the audio a little bit, uh, I mean, they're hilarious. You are thinking funny, right? <laughs> or is that wrong I, interpretation? <laughs> I've never I've never thought, I've never tried to be funny. I've only ever tried to, to, to pick out the absurd, I think, and like, especially like when I first started, I was trying to find the absurd in what was supposed to be serious. What uh, Richard Simmons? Uh, well, maybe not Richard Simmons, but uh, no, know, I like, think he was like, serious. He wanted to help them ladies lose the weight, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't trying to be funny. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when you watch it now, hasn't aged that. <laughs> he was trying to be charming, actually, I think. <laughs> right? I, I, oh, well, he endeared himself uh, probably to a lot of uh, middle-aged ladies. Uh, maybe just the same way Liberace did in a way, you know. Right. Uh, I don't think Liberace was trying to be funny either, but he, in his own trippy way, charming. And... Uh, God, there was a lot of weird stuff about Richard. Did you hear about that? They said he was being held captive by his uh, the lady who cleaned his house or something. There's like a there's like a six or seven episode podcast about that, and if you haven't heard it, uh, you should you should no. check it out. It was like fascinating. Who, who's who's it's, it's, he's not involved? It's somebody else. Like we no, heard. no, it's some guy who like kind of knew him, um, and he went around interviewing everyone, um, like in his life. And uh, just as some of the roads you go down in the show, it's it's really good. It's a rabbit hole, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I gotta check it out. I mean, I, he is kind of a phenom. And uh, you know what's wrong with taking care of yourself, doing a little, you know what? Fucked up me and shit. But I got this thing, an elliptical trainer. You know these things? Yeah. Where I don't have to worry about falling down. You hold on. You know? And then also the feet don't slap. They're, they're always on the the trip. And uh, I got to tell you, man, it's kind of good not to be so out of shape. <laughs> Especially when you do gigs and you're not huffing and puffing like you were when you were more out of shape. And, uh, you know, I know my figure ain't so svelte, supple, and willowy, but... I, I can feel it when I'm healthy, man. I can feel it when I ain't fucking tuckered. I mean, I try to play hard enough, so I do. You know, there's a sign that they did give something, but the idea, like, you know, you're rolling the dice with the fucking go-down crew, you know. I, 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 I like this idea. Uh, and you yourself, I know you like to keep healthy. So yeah. maybe in some ways we got some common ground with Richard Simmons. A little bit. You know, the other thing is he don't give a fuck. You know, that's one thing I like about him. It's like, I don't give a goddamn. Well, you know what? If you listen, if you listen to this podcast, 
Oh, he I has think, one? No, no, the podcast about him. Oh, oh, okay, okay. What I got out of it was that he did give a fuck. He almost gave too much. You know, he almost cared too much, and that maybe, oh. maybe his whole disappearance was about him just not wanting to be that person anymore because it was just too much on him. I, I know in the beginning he was overweight, right? The program actually yeah. was for him to begin with. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've read. I've read this. This is years ago when he was first getting going, and I read about it. It was actual. You know, it actually helped him. It wasn't some. Uh, you know, preaching from above. It actually helped his ass out. When I was a boy, when I was more younger, the big guy was Jack the Lane. And this cat, man. I mean, even in his eighties and nineties, he was like t- towing barges in the San Francisco Bay with his teeth and shit. This guy was wild, and he was big with jumpsuits. So, I know not so much with the uh, sparkly shorts, more more of a jumpsuit man. And uh, uh, he was early in the morning, and he'd have people, you know, doing the jumping jacks. Uh, but his thing was kind of military. That's one thing I liked about Richard Simmons. Not so much military, you know, and I think. Like Liberace, too. Maybe not so threatening in a way, you know? Like, you better get that shit done or I'm going to beat it out of you. It's more like, well, we're having fun, man. I don't know. What a weird tangent. Sorry about that, Mr. Tom. We're at the end of the second hour of the May Day 2018 edition of Peter Show. Uh, Watt totally foaming up on Richard Simmons here. Uh, special guest, Mr. Tom. The whole tight for hour three. May 1st, 2018, it's the third hour of the Watch from Pedro show. Oh, 
cósmico. Suena budismo astral, astral. Suavidão cósmica, cósmica. Sobrevivência passiva. Conecta o futuro. Solidão cósmica, cósmica. Sonambulismo astral, astral.
precisely like the movements of a caged animal. Basically, we're all waiting for permission to die. You're making it up, it's not real. It's not real, it's not real to you, but it's real to me. Yeah, 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 yeah
Peaver show to start off third hour with the Black Mouth Super Rainbow, brand new, Mr. No One. Then Rooster Head with Independent Princess, uh, Vermes da Limbo with uh, Brazil Cats with uh, Sonobolismo Astral. Uh, Tzil, brand new, Tzil. If not real to you, it's not real to you, but it's real to me. Uh, guided by voices, overloaded. And finally, Black Mouth Super Rainbow with Backwash. And speaking of Backwash, which Tom was just telling me about, there's a video out for it, people. It's up on YouTube.com. Is it there or Vimeo? Where, where do you got this, Tom? Okay, yeah. So go to the search thing in the YouTube.com and check out Backwash, Black Mouth Super Rainbow. And uh, I was very surprised when he told me the subject matter. He said, love story. Because I... Uh, previously, I've been uh, talking about Windshield Smasher, which it might be kind of a love story, too, but <laughs> not exactly. And uh, I was asking him how he does this. He actually works with friends who who uh, film, and he had a, a vision in his mind for a scene, but he couldn't figure his story. So his buds got together to make a story around it, and uh, as soon as we get done with the show, I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm really intrigued. Uh, you got a tour coming, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, when does it start? What's the first gig? And where? First one's um, DC uh, at the end of this month, that thirtieth. So you drive from Pittsburgh to DC? Yeah, that's a little bit of rough. <laughs> Would you go through Maryland? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, well, yeah. I did it. I did it to Philly, you know, which was kind of intense. Pittsburgh, a little more, but first of the gig, and then uh, and what's the date? The thirtieth, May thirtieth. May thirty. Okay, people, end of the month. And and how long's it going? It's kind of off and on throughout the month. So we do like we'll do like a week on the East Coast, and then we'll do a week in the Midwest, yeah. and then we're actually going to do a week in June. Or, or I'm sorry, yeah, a week in. Late June in Europe. Wow, you're uh, going all right. So we're gonna do like the what that, part of uh, Europe? Robert Smith Meltdown Festival stuff like that. Meltdown in London. Yeah, and that's who's who's curating. That's usually curated by someone. Yeah, Robert Smith. Robert Smith and the Cure. A Cure guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I met him once. Uh, Jay Maskus was uh, dinosaurs opening up for him at the Rose Bowl. Jay had me play a song, and the guy was playing ping. He's really good at ping pong. I don't know if you do ping pong, but watch out. <coughs> Even though he's, you know, lipstick and all that, dude's bad, all right? 
Oh, I'm glad I know that. Now. The shit was flying. I mean, almost like stuff I saw in China with that backhand. He's pretty wild. Not a big talker, but that's great. He, he chose you. All right. Hey, and, and do you still have some gigs with the nine inch uh, nine inch nails? Yeah, we're gonna do that. Um, that whole week in Europe is is opening for them. Wow, how'd that happen? I don't know. Um, that's okay. <laughs> we, we I'm done, just we glad did. it did. <laughs> the, the only the only shows we did in 2017 were opening for them. Um, I have no idea. Did, did, <laughs> did boss uh, Trent? Did he talk to you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. He didn't tell you why though. He's just like, "Thanks for coming." I think he's just. I I think he just appreciates what I do. Yeah. And maybe maybe he just felt sorry for me because like. Oh no. My, I think my last album got so universally trashed that he kind of like the tobacco record. Yeah, yeah. He kind of he kind of was the only person to really come out and say that. Uh, no, not Doug. It. I played the whole fucking thing on like the show. Good, good. I loved it. I loved good. it. God, I can't. It was a good one. I can't remember reading reviews, man. I'm, you know what? Maybe I ain't going to re- read any. Fuck these people. Okay, okay. But that that's bitching. And uh, th- same with Mr. Smith. Thank you so much uh, for having you aboard. Because I just think people just need more exposure to you, you know? How can people decide if they don't hear you, you know? So that's really cool, them cats getting you in front of uh, good crowds. Uh, I want to play here uh, June, July 28th. Because a uh, uh, trippy title. <laughs>
Thank you.
הולכים על כפל שמלת ההר, ולא פוגשים בהר, ולא יודעים את ההר, רק מדגדגים את שיפולי בטנת ההר, סומרות שערותיה בחדווה, ומתחת, שיפת ההר זורמת במורדות ירחיה, עד כפות רגליה המימיות, ומעל, שדי ההר נעים שובבים ברוח הקרירה. הולכים על שפתה המשתרבבת של ההר, כמו רפרוף לשון עדין לפני נשיקה. נחים מעט, חומדים את גזרתה, נחשפים אל פנימיותה. היטב ידענו, לא שלנו היא, ובכל זאת, גניחתה העדינה מזמינה, כאילו היינו ראשונים לחזר אל פתחה, ולבקש אותה לעצמנו.
Say how you want this And I would do anything I said I don't want to Mess around You say it's so easy yourself in the morning It's something you'd always laugh about Now I'm the imposter A gag reel of what conversation
Okay, people, last music for this edition. Uh, yeah, we started uh, that chunk off of June, July 28th, Black Moth Super Rainbow. June, July. Speaking of that, uh, after the Seven Fields of Athlon with Horizon Square, maybe sometime in June or July, <laughs> Mo might want to come on the show and talk about her new album. Trying. Okay. Keep trying for me, please. Then we had Crash Landing with uh, Leste Bacon. 1518, Vesuvian Party, Far to the South, Walking on the Crease, Four Digital Night, uh, Four Dimensional Nightmare with Electromagnetic Interactions, I Would Do Anything by I Took Your Name, and finally, We Might Come Back, Black Moth Super Rainbow. We Might Come Back. Again, I want the songs to speak for themselves, so don't, no giveaway. But, my suspicion is you will be that. <laughs> it won't be, it might be. Now, I don't know if it's going to be Tobacco. I don't know if it's going to be Black Mouth Super Rainbow. Have you ever thought of being another incarnation? All the time. Oh, really? I think it would be, I, yeah, I think it would be great because every time you, you know, the whole reason I started doing tobacco was because uh, I thought it would be fun to, have no expectations, you know, because like no matter what you do and no matter what you tell yourself and, and it doesn't matter that you make music for yourself, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, that does matter very much. Like when you're making it, when you put it out into the world, it kind of does matter what people think of what you're doing. Sure, sure. And, uh, and I think like you get to a point where you can never do anything write anymore because you know everyone has expectations and they either want you know there are people who want more of the same and then there are people who want you to change and so if you do either of those things then you know the other group of people is upset yep. and then if you do something else this group of people is upset so I think uh, you know having something all new is like a that no one even knows it's you. Um, I don't know. That just seems like the way You're to more go. More free. Me. And then if you also work in this other angle where you might want to go in with another cat pushing you, maybe that makes sense to have a, a different uh, manifestation. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Really interesting. But anyway, I really like what you came up with here. Uh, you know, I think last time we talked when I was in your town and we were at... Uh, God, I can't remember his name, but... Is his name Gary? Gary, yeah, great cat. Sorry, Gary, sorry. I'll drink your bourbon, <laughs> chow your peats, but I won't remember your name. What a dick. Anyway, sorry, Gary. Uh, and we were talking, and you were saying something about a greatest hits thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a tobacco album. That, that, wasn't a, that wasn't a greatest hits. That was almost like uh, uh, greatest misses. That was, uh, it was, it came, yeah, it came out at the end of last year. It was just all the, uh, you know, all the rarities. It's like tobacco stuff that, like, either didn't make it onto an album or, like, remixes that, you know, with the vocals stripped away. That's um, right. In the tune with that K and myself and Flea, right? Okay. That's from that? No, no. That, that's, that, was, uh, that was on one of the Black Moss singles. That's right, it's a B-side. <laughs> I'm an idiot, sorry. 
Anyway, that was righteous to be part of that. So thank you for letting that happen. And man, I want to. Uh, do you you don't come to the West Coast this tour? We're working on it right now. Oh, okay. So, so maybe I, think, I get to see the the show live, man, and the the setup in the field and everything. I think we'll be there in October. Oh, okay, Rocktober. <laughs> okay, I'll be there. You know, I, I, I'm pretty sure because, uh, like I said, it's uh, stay home. For what? I, uh, really, I love what you do. I like, love what you did. I lo fucking love, I think, what you're going to do. So keep on keeping on, Mr. Tom. It's beautiful stuff, man, and a, a big inspiration for what. So thank you. Thank you. People, it's been the May 1st, 2018 Dishwap Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.